0: Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Bar Path Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that
1: permeates the fitness industry. Today, we have a Q&A podcast. Um, yeah, so for these, we usually take about three questions, group them basically however we want them um, in this uh, single episode, and we answer them pretty basic. So well, what is the first question? Okay, question number one for us.
0: I am in a cut and have my macros set by but I'm actually going over in protein
1: grams every single day is too much protein a bad thing. So I actually think in the case of cutting calories and being in a caloric deficit, like going slightly over in protein is not a bad thing because we are trying to pare down tissue and we want most of that tissue to come from body fat and very minimally from muscle. So getting enough protein is one of the best ways to to combat the the muscle loss. But I, I would also say like you definitely want to find that sweet spot, right? Because... Yeah, well, maybe you're going slightly towards the upper end of that optimal range, which we um, say is about 0.6 to point to 1 gram per pound, I would say. So yeah, maybe go towards the upper range of that. But I would definitely caution going over too much, though, because when you're in a cut, energy coming in right for, for you and your daily needs and for your workouts is, is definitely sparse, right? So you still want to make sure you're getting adequate energy from fats and carbs too since these are your body's more preferred fuel substrates right so you always want to eat the most amount that you can while still dropping body fat so yes keep the protein in an optimal range but don't go don't get it too high to where you're not taking in carbs or fats because again like I said you you want some of those preferred energy sources to to be able to one fuel your workouts and bodily functions. So mm-hmm. yeah. And, and you can basically overdo anything. So it's important to know that like, I, I highly doubt most people are going to go overboard with protein since it is the hardest macro for people to hit, but you're, I mean, it, it's definitely one of those things like you can overdo water. You can, I don't know, walk too much. You can sleep too much, broccoli. Like,
0: too much, broccoli, b- too much
1: broccoli, but who's going to do that. <laughs> so I feel like this is a very rare, mm. Scenario, but um, for some people, like for for myself, I I have no issue hitting protein, and a lot of times I go, quote unquote go over as well. So um, I would just say like listen to your body and how your body is processing and digesting all of the protein. So if if you're digesting well, then you're probably fine. But again, like I wouldn't overdo it to where you're minimizing the amount of fats and carbs. So definitely find that balance. Word. So um, yeah, I mean, like I I think it depends on the person too. Like I feel like I personally can handle more protein than you um yeah. in a sitting and at, like in general mm-hmm. so probably yeah what are your thoughts on that <laughs> um like i mean like what are you i don't know like do you I, also like for you like you have a you have a one super kidney so like do you that's true i do have a super kidney so like if this were you would you scale back your protein a little bit or i don't know
0: um i don't know i mean i've never really in a cut <laughs>
1: true but yeah okay it's really hard for me because i never cut yeah but some don't like okay don't lie we're about to go to hawaii and you're like i want to look ripped for hawaii okay but all i have to
0: do well i don't want to look ripped i want to look like normal and all i have to do to do that to like feel good is just be up on my water make sure i'm hitting my protein every day and then like don't eat a bunch of shit like that's that's, true that's basically how i'm gonna manage it yeah yeah and then it usually works out Yeah, you're not trying to be shredded, right? But but. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I agree. Like, we know that when you are in a deficit, it actually is. Isn't it better to eat a little bit more protein when you're trying to like cut? Yes, um, to prevent the muscle
1: loss because you're going to be losing tissue, right? So we want most of that tissue to be to be body fat, not Mm -hmm. muscles. Mm -hmm. But inevitably, like the longer you cut your calories you are going to lose some muscle right just like the op- in you know in the opposite manner like the more you add calories mm-hmm. you know eventually you're going to put a little mm-hmm. bit of body fat on but it's yeah you can optimize in both ways like if you're hitting your protein consistently like yeah you'll either be building muscle or preserving it so i would
0: also think that like eating a little bit more protein would make people feel a little more sati- satiated yeah while they're cutting like carbs etc yeah or what are their other you know macronutrients but like you said like you're you're kind of limiting your fuel sources there
1: um anyway when you're cutting if you're cutting your carbs and fats down so yeah
0: why not get whatever you
1: allocated so right and like like i said you always want to eat the most amount that you can in a deficit if you're continuing to drop body fat like why would you just cut down a thousand calories just because you can like you're gonna your body's gonna adapt to whatever you get it and you're gonna plateau so like yeah like make sure your protein's on point but i don't think you need to overdo it that much right so it's it's a balance just like everything so yeah okay cool all right question number two How do I continue to work out with back pain? So I feel like this is going to be a good question for you, Heather, but I feel like the first question you should ask yourself, like, what kind of pain is it? Like, did you, is it very acute? Like, did you move wrong and like jerk suddenly? And you know, you got this like, you know, shooting down, shooting pain down your leg or something, or is it more of like a chronic type back pain? chronic type of back pain which like comes up here and there you know maybe you feel it from doing specific movements um you know yada yada but most people deal with chronic back pain over over anything so i mean shameless plug listen to our podcast training with an injury like we talk all about this and how to adjust any training and, and any really like uh, injury or how to adjust your training with whatever injury you have. Right. So, um, that's definitely a good, good one to listen to, but it, it, you, you just have to find the variations that, that work for you. So like maybe your back pain, maybe you're doing a full deadlift from the floor, right? A conventional barbell deadlift. And you're feeling it more like towards your towards the bottom or on the eccentric part where you're lowering. So maybe you just do more of like a, a shortened range of motion. So maybe you're doing like a rack pull and you don't feel the the back pain quite as much because it's just a shorter range of motion. So that's just one example. And it also like depends on the severity of it. So like, is it something you know, to where you're feeling just like a a tightness after you train squatting or deadlifting. And maybe you just need to work on more of that, like hip strength. Maybe, you know, there's something stemming from your, your ankles, um, like stability from your, for, uh, you know, via your foot and ankles that you need to work on. So it's it's so hard to just give out like general advice for this, because it totally depends on the person and what type of back pain that they're feeling. Okay, let's just back up a little
0: bit. So like what you were just saying, right? There there are a couple of things here. Like when you're asking about pain, first and foremost have you seen a doctor? <laughs> yeah. Are you cleared to exercise? Um, can, you know, can we, what, what is the treatment plan as far as the pain goes, um, from your medical provider? And secondly, uh, what, like you said, what kind of pain is it? Right. Like, is this, and, and like, what's the definition of pain here? Right. So are we thinking like, you know, some people, some people are like, no pain, no gain. And they're, they're really talking about like, like intense pain muscle soreness yeah. or feelings in your training that you have that aren't necessarily pain um, or are we talking like ow this hurts pain and then on a scale of one to ten what's the pain like now we are not like um, licensed to really like say what your pain should be when you're working out etc but I will just talk from my specific uh, experience <laughs> with having back pain yeah. and disc issues when I went to see my physical therapist um, she had me help me reframe my mindset around pain, right? And so, like, defining on a scale what my pain felt like, and she helped me determine, or she gave me basically like limits and numbers to work within as far as pain. And so I think that's really important. And it's something that we are not like licensed or able to do, but it's something you could definitely go and see a physical therapist and talk through. Um, and and they'll help you obviously like also figure out what's going on. Um, but they can help you shift your mindset around pain and also determine like where, what, within what pain threshold should we be working? What's safe? Um, and what can I do? And so when she did that with me, it was like a game changer, right? Because I was so scared that I was going to hurt my back again, like I did in 2016. And it was like my whole leg went numb and I couldn't feel anything. I couldn't walk. Like it was so scary. And I'm so afraid of that, you know? And so when I had just a little, you know, twinge, I mean, it, it didn't feel great, but I couldn't, I couldn't walk for a little while. Like, I mean, I could walk, but I couldn't like move well for a little while after that second twinge. Um, pretty recently um i was i was freaked out and so then i was like scared and i went to see her and she really helped me shift my mindset around that
1: yeah i think it's really important to have that like outside like accountability in a way because i know some i've had some clients in the past where we're like maybe we are doing a deadlift or something and then they're feeling it overwhelmingly in their lower back but it's not like a pain right they're just feeling it there but they themselves consider that pain and what that tells me is just, okay, we need to learn how to connect to the glutes more. We need to strengthen the hips. We need to strengthen the feet and the ankles, yada, yada. There's probably a lot more issues there. So like for them, that might be pain, but it's 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 something that we can work around, right? Like we can still do these movements just maybe at a you know lighter threshold. So like lighter weights or a regressed movement or a regressed variation of whatever movement. So maybe we're just starting out with like bodyweight hinges to get them to connect to those, those muscles. Right. So, I mean, I had, I had a back injury uh, when we were powerlifting a few years ago. And I remember asking a fellow trainer for help and they gave me like this routine and it just, <laughs> the way that they framed it, it basically scared me from like doing anything that would activate my core. Right. So like mm-hmm. they kind of helped me structure like uh, a routine to just like, stay moving and like you know still hit all like the quote unquote muscle muscle groups or whatever but it was like don't do anything that like you're bracing your core don't do any overhead pressing don't do any like hinging it was very much like straight up and down um mm-hmm. sagittal p- plane right so i feel like that was a little bit um restricted restrictive as far as like what i could have done because my injury wasn't that bad i think it yeah, was a- and you were probably out of that
0: First stage of pain, the inflammation stage. At that point, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So this was when I was like, okay, th- I was a few weeks in. You know, I still felt that tweak, Um, and I was, I was relating it to like, oh, I can't do my heavy squats or deadlifts. So like, this sucks. I can't train, and that was because I was in that powerlifting mindset. So yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that, but like, I could have done a lot more. A lot, I could have had a bigger variety as far as like what I'm doing to like rehab because my back could have handled more movement and, you know, working in different planes, just maybe more like body weight movements or different variations. But it was like, okay, I mean, yeah, it it helps, I guess, like, help me not re injure it. But I don't think it helped facilitate that recovery mm. fa- as fast as I could have. Right. Because I ended up going to see a physical therapist and they, they kind of explained it to me like, yeah, kind of similar to, to how Christina, Christina did for you. It's like, yeah, we, we still want to move the spine and we still want to get fluid into the discs. And, yeah. you know, even if it's just a, a muscle tweak, we still want to get, you know, nutrients and blood flow to to that area, but like, let's work you know, in specific ranges of motion. For me, they specifically wanted me to do a lot of like extension work to help strengthen Mm -hmm. the extensors and to not like flex too much because that's where I was feeling it the most. But again, they weren't like, don't do it. They were more like, okay, maybe do some cat cows where like the range of motion for the flexion was regressed a little bit Mm -hmm. or something. So yeah, it's just a, it's just a huge mindset around pain and Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I think that you if you can identify like I, I think if you haven't listened to our episode,
0: like Katie was saying earlier about training with an injury, I think it's called like training after an injury, what happens after PT or something like that. It's really good to understand how injury works, like how there's like a initial stage of inflammation and then like the repair and remodeling and all that. Um, because then once you understand that there are phases to this, you start to understand what to look for and when to be able to adjust your training and, and to, you know, push a little more, if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: yeah. And if you are dealing with back pain, like you, a lot of times, and this is, I'm speaking to, to clients that I've had experience with a lot of times I have to tell people like, we need to drop the ego and we need to really, really work on your hip mobility, your glute strength and your, your foot and ankle strength, like to stability. stability. Yeah. Breathing. Like we need to just not do some heavy, heavy ass barbell squats or deadlifts. Like we're going to drop the ego and work on this stuff because this is why you're continuing to have back pain. Like if it's a chronic thing, like there is something there that you are not addressing with your training. So that's red flag number one. So I would highly recommend going to see a physical therapist because they will probably they will be able to uh, pick that out a little bit, you know, better and quicker for you. And then if you're working with a, a coach or a, or a personal trainer, you can that that coach can work with the physical therapist as far as like treatment plan post physical therapy or in conjunction with them right so I've done this so many times with clients like they've had some injuries you know they got prescriptions from their physical therapist I have them do them or do the exercises when we're training in person and then I kind of progress that as we're training and then I always take into account like where their pain threshold is like I'm not going to sit here and tell someone like don't go past a three RPE on a you know or whatever but for me that's that's like my range for for me personally as a trainer like I don't want to push them past like a three to four rpe on like a pain scale right if 10 was the max because i know that anything past that it's probably they're probably pushing it too much and for me like i just i don't want to regress them further but i'm not going to say i'm not going to tell them like hey don't do that it's more of like i'm going to ask that that client how they're feeling and then we can like adjust if needed because Mm -hmm. i also don't want them to be uncomfortable but uh it's like finding the the right balance right I don't want them to be too uncomfortable but I also want them to kind of be uncomfortable with training through the pain if they're like kind of babying it too much so yeah
0: you have to push a little bit and like wrap your mind around the fact that you have, you still have to get stronger and it's yeah. going to be slightly uncomfortable, but, um, and it's not going to be painless for the most part when yeah. you're, you know, getting over an injury. But. Well,
1: it's like training in general. Like we, if you take someone who just started training and they like feel the burn, they're like, Oh my God, what is happening? I'm dying. <sighs> and then eventually they start to get used to that quote unquote yeah. pain. And then they associate it with, Oh, I'm getting stronger and building muscle so it doesn't like compute in their mind the same way as like okay this is like a a certain type of pain that's a good pain but yeah like uh, when you have an injury specifically like oh my god this hurts that pain is is the shitty pain but you still have to do the good quote-unquote good pain in conjunction with that you know to heal the injury like the the rice protocol the rest ice or whatever is that the is that the protocol yes, right yeah right <laughs> why can't I, I rest ice compression elevation yeah, yeah. so that it has been like proven to be bullshit like movement is the key right um for for the most part for for most injuries so again it's just like i if you are continually continuously having this back pain you need to seek out professional help from a physical therapist or or a personal trainer, or both. I think both is going to be your best bet because you're, again, you're not addressing something that needs to be addressed um, or a weakness, a limitation, whatever you want to call it that needs to be addressed. So you don't have this back pain anymore. That is the the main thing here. So we cool. Okay. All right. Question number three. Huh. How do I not get calluses? <laughs> How do I deal with them? I hate this question, <laughs> but here we are. Okay. First of all, just get the fuck over it, you guys. Like oh you're man. gonna get calluses. Okay, so calluses are thick, hardened layers of the skin that develop when the skin tries to protect it protect itself against friction or pressure, right? They are literally protective. Okay, so yeah, like calluses suck when you're getting them. Like when your skin is feeling super raw and it's like kind of burning at first and you're feeling like, Oh, it hurts to the, to the touch. Like, yeah, it it sucks. Then don't throw on gloves, please. We're going to talk about that, that in a second, but you just have to give it time so that they can heal because they're very protective when they heal. So, I don't know. Just get over it, I guess. Like I don't. I know you wanted to touch on the gloves, like because this is where people go to. They're like, oh my god, I'm getting calluses. I'm just gonna buy some gloves. And it's like, no, you need to build the grip strength and muscles in your hands, or else you're not going to build that grip strength um, or build up your calluses. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's maybe a time and place for certain things.
0: Like I, somebody in our Facebook group the other day was talking about how like they were working out in their garage. Oh, and, yeah. but it was like gloves, gloves. They weren't like weight, but they I don't know. They looked they were interesting. They were kind of like weightlifting gloves, but they had fingers. They weren't like the crop
1: top gloves I yeah. call them so like, crop we're- <laughs> <top gloves. laughs> we're yes, like those the weightlifting gloves where like they have like the cut off like, like biker ridden. gloves yeah. yeah yeah they look so silly <laughs> so I call them crop <laughs> crop top gloves okay there
0: is one there's one instance where I feel like it's okay to wear gloves
1: in our garage gym when it's freezing okay and, no other than that, bo- other oh, than oh, that. okay, okay right. what's
0: that if you're a hand model <laughs> like that's the that's so only dumb. time like if you had to model your hands I would be like,
1: sure. Okay, yes. let's you... be real. All you hand models out there, please <laughs> wear these weightlifting gloves. Please, I beg you, I'll keep your up. hands perfect. But only you, only you hand models. <laughs> but yeah, like if you're like, if you live in a super cold state in the winter, like Colorado, and you have a garage gym like we do, and all the metal bars are like basically burn your hands they're so cold like yeah I guess you can throw on some gloves I would just try to grab like full finger gloves like not the crop top ones because the (laughs) The crop top ones or the weightlifting ones they have like an extra pad where your palm is supposed to be and I just feel like you can't grip or you can't like feel the actual weight or whatever you're holding with your hands so you're not going to build the muscles in your hands. yeah if you
0: look at any good anybody at anything <laughs> in, any,
1: <laughs> in any sport
0: <laughs> so related. she's talking well, about no, i'm also talking about like guitarists <laughs> oh yeah yeah you're if right. you ever see a really good guitarist they have calluses on their fingertips like yeah. it's true like and it helped and they they that's like a thing they want that right like well over time because then it gets harder and then they didn't use it for,
1: yeah like, better it, guitaring yeah yeah <laughs> guitar serious uh i'm gonna give a shout out to our client david like david's gonna come and kick your ass because he's a musician he's gonna be like what the fuck is guitaring like what are you talking about (laughs) um but yeah he could probably speak to it too like he plays a guitar and i'm sure that he has he also lifts weight so he gets the whole callus argument but it's yeah it's hardened skin so it's like it's very protective i wish i had more calluses on my hands like just to like feel (laughs) feel not more a hand model over here <laughs> i'm not a hand model you guys i'm not gonna uh, pursue it um regardless of what you say don't come at me hand model not recruiters
0: not snoss- such <laughs> fingers you have
1: okay <laughs> full disclosure i have t- i have small hands they're small but mighty so leave me alone okay <laughs> heather makes fun of my hands but whatever i'm italian and i don't know if that's why my hands are Cute. like short and chunky but they are okay but they're strong so leave me alone um but yeah i just like please don't wear gloves if you're like one of if you like them like not even once in a while i would say it's not like you know like a weightlifting belt where it's like yeah once in a while let's test a one rep max and throw on a throw on a like a a belt just to you know for that better like core stability like hands gloves don't do the same thing for your hands like you're not gonna like (laughs) be able to like brace it with your hands and grab more weight <laughs> sorry i'm having really fun with this one yeah it's a good one <laughs> so i guess we're just answering this in a very long-winded manner uh, yeah, don't, yeah. Wear don't wear gloves like yeah, build your calluses and you're gonna look more badass just yeah, saying like. yeah
0: i mean the one thing that you really want to develop as you're training for sure is grip strength right and you can go back and listen to our podcast on grip strength what yeah what was it called
1: stronger Uh, stronger. stronger life yeah yeah
0: um because it's it's like a biomarker of health now so it's super important so
1: um yeah just ditch the gloves yeah ditch the gloves and be a badass and get the calluses and get the calluses and um all you hand models out there come (laughs) at me okay so all right cool okay cool. we're gonna stop talking all right. now
0: <laughs> if you like this podcast i'm sure you did uh please feel free to or please rate it and review it and send it to your friends um, your cool your, friends yeah your friends <laughs> with calluses it really helps us with visibility um so we can get discovered more um and
1: yeah get the message out there that gloves should be not a thing yeah and share with all your calloused friends on the sh- social meets. instagram tiktok um tiktok ish mm-hmm. mostly instagram but okay. we, we should yep. get better at tiktok okay oh youtube we're, we're starting to get better at youtube so oh, yeah. youtube too yeah um but mostly facebook join our facebook group starting with a boyfriend and ask us a bunch of questions and get access to exclusive content Ooh. Ooh. okay see you next time all right peace out